Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, all right. Yo, yo, yo. Coming to you live from Philly. It's the Pauly and Tony Fusco yo, Show. Yo, yo, As always, Pauly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yeah. And Tony, last week we made headlines as usual. Our guest, sure did. Jason Whitlock, who was all sorts oh. of terrible. And I'll also made me. some allegations against his former employer, which may or may not be true for the record. So don't sue us. Yeah, leave us out of it. By the way, we did invite his former business partner there, Clay Travis, on the show. But he hasn't responded yet, which, uh, you know, does confirm one allegation Mr. Whitlock made about him. But, but we'll leave it at that. Anyway, yeah. the reviews were all spectacular, except for one. Right, Tony? This guy, Russ Heltman of BSM Media, he said, quote, we act smart, but never seem to get things right. What? Yeah. They should drop the S and BSM and just be BM media. You know, like a bowel movement. Well said, Tony. Anyway, uh, look, last week we had Whitlock, who was in a career crisis spiraling there. Uh, today, another one. You know, because for years you've known uh, this guy, Mike Hill, as a respected sports broadcaster. But now he's on reality shows. He's doing a morning news show. This guy is yeah, all, over the, all place. over the place. So we're going to give him yeah. some career direction, you know, and, you know, we're going to dig into his past. And we're going to ask him who his least favorite sports center anchor was to work with, you know, because we do good journalism on the show. By the way, yeah, that's what we do. By the way, people, fun fact about Mike Hill. He used to host a show on FS1 called America's Pregame, which we all remember. This was a show, Great show. that got pregame shows right. It was a nightly pregame show that came on exactly when you'd expect it, when you'd want it. 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. That way you'd have time Perfect. to absorb the knowledge before the games. You know, the, the, these other pregame shows, they go straight into the game. There's no time. You know, maybe if they called it 
America's pre-pregame, it would still be on the air. You know, America's pregame hit the perfect target audience for sports fans. People who are just about to leave their offices to commute home. And kids who just got home from school and were looking for something other than shitty, boring cartoons to watch. Can't believe it didn't work. Anyway, uh, Mike Kill coming up in a few minutes. But first, a segment we haven't done in a while where we take everything that happened and boil it down into simple terms that you can understand at home. It's a segment we call Good or Not Good. Good or Not Good. First up, the big story, Eagles signing former Ravens Broncos Jets quarterback Joe Flacco. Tony, is this good or not good? This is not good. This was a great move in 2012. Howie Roseman must have looked at the calendar backwards and thought 2021 was 2012. Classic case of calendar dyslexia. You know, so what if Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl? You know who also did? Nick Foles. Foles. You know, we still can't get over that they gave him away in the first place. You know, that's the biggest mistake in sports history since uh, Brian Bosworth stopped making movies. You know, Nick Foles has a career win percentage of 82%. How could you let that guy go? You know, you know, Tony, this reminds us of a situation in show business. Uh, we all remember the story of the greatest comic genius of our time. Gallagher. Well, him, of course. But the guy right under him. Jay Leno. There you go. About 10, 12 years ago, NBC decides to replace Jay Leno with Conan O'Brien, oh. who I've never once found funny. Horrible. Luckily, they figured out the error of their waves there and went back to Jay, and the laughs kept rolling along. Oh, I miss Jay Leno so much. You and all of America. Yep. Now we unfortunately have to miss Nick Foles again. Yep. All right. Next up. LeBron James suffered a major injury for the second time in three seasons when he suffered a high ankle sprain. He's now out three to four weeks. Paulie, is this good or not good? This is obviously good. It proves what we've said for years about LeBron James. He is totally unreliable. Now, you're probably thinking, wait, 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 wait. He won a championship. Yeah, in Orlando. In Los Angeles, he's basically been a useless bag of bones. And it's not just him getting injured, right, Tony? Look at all the other L.A. stars through the years who are always injured. Anthony Davis, Jared Goff, Clayton Kershaw, Sam Bradford. They say uh, Shohei Otani is a two-way player. Yeah, he goes to the hospital and back. Yeah, and you know, we got a theory, don't we, Tony, on why this is happening. It's because people who live in Los Angeles are so lazy that they don't do anything all day. So when they actually have to use their bodies, the body just doesn't know what to do and it just breaks. Yeah, in fact, this should come as no surprise because when you get to Los Angeles, it's right there at the airport, a big sign that says LAX. Lax. They're basically telling you, welcome. We do nothing all day. Yup, all right, finally. Gonzaga, Loyola, Villanova, Oral Roberts, all playing well at the tourney. Tony, is this good or not good? This is good. You know, this proves our theory. We said last week 
that the teams that play the best in the tourney are the schools where they have the least amounts of sex. And wouldn't you know it, the teams making a run? All good Catholic schools. There you go. And you know, we've seen this in uh, pro sports too, haven't we, Tony? Of course we have. A.C. Green, Russell Wilson in 2013, and of course, A.C. Green and his second stint with the Lakers. By the way, you know one more thing. What's up with this uh, school called Oral Roberts? What, what kind of, is there a guy named Oral? Like, is there a guy out there with the name Anal Roberts too? I mean, what is that yeah. about? Is there a Missionary Johnson? I, I don't know. I'd love to discuss this, but uh, I see our guest. He's coming on the line now. So uh, let's bring him on the Fusco Satellite Network. Fusco Satellite Network. All right, this guy. You know, for years, he was a real esteemed veteran of the sports biz. Came up, you know, right around the same time we did. Hold on, Mike. I'm doing your intro. You can uh, be quiet for a second. Uh, oh, sorry. Anyway, he was at ESPN, <laughs> made a real name for himself there, then moved over to Fox Sports, where he hosted the tremendous but now canceled studio show, America's Pregame. But now, this guy... Yeah, Mike, I'm still doing your intro. Hold on. Yeah, we're doing oh, you a sorry. favor. Sorry. You, you know, this guy is trying to do everything. He's kind of all over the place. He's on FS1 yeah. doing basketball. Then he's on, doing a morning news show on the, the new black news channel over there. <laughs> then he's on Bravo doing these reality shows. I mean, let, let's just get him on here. Mike Hill, welcome to the show. Yeah, I just I just need another platform to be on, man. Thank you for giving me some exposure. I appreciate you guys. You're, you're Seriously, the your count is up to like 20 now. Now, look, this is, that's why this is what, what you'd call a bit of a career intervention we're going to do with you now, because, you know, we've known each other for quite a while now. You know, we've obviously appeared at many celebrity golf tournaments together. You know, you are such a respected name in the sports biz. Now you're Mm. running around like a chicken with the balls cut off, (laughs) taking all these other jobs. Do look, you're a sports broadcaster. Don't you think you're kind of losing your way here? First of all, I didn't know chicken had chickens had balls, but uh, if you say so, I appreciate you uh, enlightening me, Paulie. Uh, but no, man, I, I'm sure. I, I need sources of income, brother. Don't you understand? I got bills to pay. Just because I got nine jobs doesn't mean I don't have bills to pay. I still got mouths to feed. I got three daughters and a wife to take care of. So you know what? You can't stop a brother from wanting to get more jobs, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna let the man keep me down, Paulie. Come on, Tony. God, come on, back me up on this. Is there some problem you have with the sports media business? Because there are many high-powered industry leaders in our audience who are listening right now. Talk to them. Tell them now what they did to drive you away from sports. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it was uh, when I was at a network and one told me that I was uh, too ghetto. I mean, that's a long story. I'm still going through counseling for that. Oh. Or, you know, when I hear people out there telling me that I should just stick to sports and, you know, I, know I do other things. I'm a, a, a dad. I'm, you know, I'm a, a husband. I, I'm a military vet. I got so many other things going on, you know. And then I just got tired of, like, doing my show from my basement like you guys. So I'm like, yo, I oh. want to expand. I want to grow. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, what's is there? Did I touch a nerve? I'm sorry. Yeah, we may do our show from a basement, but we're at the penthouse of the sports media business. Now, look, you know, let me tell you something. 
we try and keep our private lives, you know, close, close to the pecs, as they say, you know. But yo, you know, you're in this high-profile, much-publicized relationship with, uh, let's say, a name, Cynthia Bailey, you know, big star of Real Housewives, <laughs> entrepreneur, model, beautiful woman, if I may add. Very beautiful. You know, both Tony and I, we decided yeah. not to date famous women mm-hmm. to avoid the pressures of being mm-hmm. in a celebrity couple. Yeah, Mike, you ever heard of Lonnie Anderson? Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, man. Love That's right. Yeah, hot. hot. Yeah, well, once I almost made it with her hairstylist's dog trainer. What? It's true. Yeah, but then he wisely cut it off. Yup. Don't you have concerns about being in such a public relationship? Yeah, you Come know, on. there's some concerns here, but, you know, the thing is, like, you know, I've been in sports. You yes. guys, I'm ready for the criticism, and being from my sports background, it kind of gave me that, you know, that, that, that thick skin. I got elephant skin, baby. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I, all right. I, that's clearly the truth, because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we looked at this, uh, you got a book out that you wrote about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Open yeah. mic, yeah. Open tell mic. all book. Now we didn't read yeah. the book because you know we're busy. We got other things to do. Yeah, but you know, well, do you, you think you can throw our audience a bone here because you know they don't have the time of the twenty three fifty? Just tell them what is the most revealing part of this book that you put out there. Come on, tell us. Uh, you know, um, I, I I revealed myself. That's why I'm naked on the cover. Um, pretty much, I, I told the naked truth about things that. Uh, I've done in my relationships in the past, a lot of the traumas that I went through when I was a kid and how it affected me in my life. And so, you know, I was just very open and honest about some of the things, including some, you know, some of the infidelities I had or whatnot, oh. and how I overcame all that stuff and, and, and me stepping into the manhood and me becoming the person I am today so that I can meet somebody like Cynthia Bailey. So like, yeah. You know, frankly, that wasn't a great sell because, you know, you want to target sports fans. So here, let me help steer you here. Your, one of your early breaks was on SportsCenter. So here's what I've always wondered. On that show, they just pair you up with people and you got to do a show together. You know, Tony and I, we have that natural connection, you know, because we're cousins, yeah. got that blood. Was there ever a co-host you saw coming to the set and you thought, oh, no, not this jerk off? Oh, plenty. Plenty. There was one guy I used to call him Misery because he was so miserable. Every time he came on the set, he was just fucking awesome, awful, man. He was so, like, he came on the set, he never smiled. He always complained about everything. So my nickname for him was Misery. Uh, and then there was another guy that was just like this douchey-ass dude that I still, to this day, when I see him on, on set, I just, I see him on ESPN, I just have to turn the channel because... He just kind of crawls, gets under my skin. Which one of those guys was Keith, Ol- Keith Olbermann? Was he the misery guy? No, I never worked with Keith. Keith was cool, man. Keith follows me on Twitter. Keith is a smart guy. I never had a chance to work with okay, him. Okay, okay. Uh, Craig yeah. Kilborn. No, Craig he, Kilborn. he predates no, you. Yeah, predates me. Those guys predate me. I came in right when Dan Patrick was about to leave. Dan Patrick's Tony, any office. guesses about who this who these schmoes are? Can we play guess that schmo? Kenny Maine. No, Kenny Mayne was my dude. I love Kenny Mayne to this day. That's my guy. Love me, Kenny Mayne. So Charlie Steiner. Now, I, I never met Charlie Steiner. Charlie was I'm gone. I'm I got the whole era you, you, off Yeah, there. you got to give me 2004. Between 2004 and 2013 is when I was at ESPN. So you got to go in that lane. You know? Rich Eisen. Rich, Rich predates me. Rich was already the NFL Network. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Just tell us, the, what does the name rhyme with? Let's see. Does it rhyme with Beave Beavy? No, no, no. Steve was cool. I think, no, Steve was cool. I put Steve down. Uh, Steve, I, I did a couple of shows. It's Scott Van Pelt. 
No, Scott was cool. Scott did one time rub me the wrong way when I first got there. Because, you know, I'm oh. like an outspoken person. And he called himself, like, calling me across the room because I was loud in the newsroom. And, you know, I was doing crazy stuff or whatever. He called me over. He's like, oh, Yo, did man, he shush you? Know, you? Just got here. Yeah, he tried to shush me. I'm like, dog, I said, you ain't going to tell me what to do. See, I'm, you know, I've always been that, that person, a little cocky. And I told him, I said, dude, you can't tell me what to do. I said, you know, I understand you've been here for a while. Respect that, that you've been here as a veteran or whatever. But I'm going to be me and you be your ass over there. And that's the way it was. Oh, pretty much. See, Mike, what what we just did there is called sports yeah. journalism. You oh. tried to give us the runaround. We dug and we got to some juice yeah, that's some at the juice. center of that yeah, nut. There you I, go. I, 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 Thank you, you. You want me to tell you who it is? I'm going to tell you who it yeah. is. The person I used to call Misery, and, you know, he's a cool dude now, married to, he's, he was, I'll give you a hint, he was married to another sports arranger. Steve, Steve Barthum. Steve. Yeah, Steve Barthum. He yeah. was miserable. The guys come on and say, oh, man. Yeah. and it's just like, is this a drag? You know, you know, that, so the Steve Berthium was that guy, but no, no, no disrespect. So you're saying Cindy Brunson comes along and suddenly he's Mr. Sunshine. I was like, when, when he, when I found out he was dating Cindy Brunson, which I actually went to their reception and I, is another story. I, I turned their reception out. I was the talk of their reception. Oh, well, and one day you'll everything get that ba- everything's back to you, isn't it? All of right. course, man. That's why I have so many jobs. That's why so many people want me on so many platforms. You know, in Steve's defense, I think I'd be misery if I had to listen yeah. to you prattle on every more day miserable the by the shirtless <laughs> shit that you got going on. All right, look. We're gonna help. We're gonna help direct you back. We're gonna do some career coaching here and try and steer you back into yeah. the sports lane. Okay, we're gonna get you we're gonna back get on you track. To talk sports. This way, you people can see what you're good at. You know. Yeah. 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 You can use this in your reel or something. All right. We're gonna give you a take, and then you respond to it. All right. Here we go. What's your take? First one. Mm-hmm. We had a theory last week. No sex helps college basketball teams win. Mm-hmm. Don't you think coaches should tell their players to have less sex? Wrong. I think that would be the wrong recruiting tool. Can you imagine a coach telling some high school player to come to college and not have sex for four years to play basketball? No, nope. wrong move. Not getting a scholarship there. I'm going somewhere else. That's what it's all about. Have these players play basketball for money. And sex? You think they play so they want to bump against other sweaty men? No. It's the money and the sex. So, no. Wrong take, man. Don't like it. You know, Tony, I have to give him points there. That's uh, why he's made it so long. That was a solid take. I'll give him that. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Beginner's luck. We'll see. But yeah, exactly. All right. Here's another one. Uh, we had uh, Jason Whitlock on the show last week. He says he's anti-Twitter. He says Twitter ruins sports journalism. Now, you tweet a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you're still somewhat of a sports journalist in there. You know, emphasis on somewhat, obviously. What's your take on what Jason Whitlock said? Twitter, social media is one of the best and worst inventions of all time. The fact that you can say anything you want to at any time and gives people a voice is great. The bad part about it is you hear from people like Jason Whitlock on Twitter. Oh, I can say that now. Okay. When, I, when he was at Fox, I had to play nice. And they told me, to, hey, Mike, play nice. You know, you shouldn't say things about your colleague at Fox Sports or whatever. Yeah, okay. You know, now he's gone. I can say anything I want to about his ass. All right. Okay. He's coming All out right. hard here. You, you know, know uh, decent, That decent. was a good take, too. Right. Pretty good, you know. Now, two for two. Well, we're going to throw you a big one here. Tony, go for it. Okay, here we go. 
LeBron James is injured. His value is dropping quickly. You're a Knicks fan. Don't you think the Lakers should trade him to the Knicks? He's a perfect mediocre has-been talent right now, and the organization loves those in New York. Wouldn't it be a perfect fit? Yo, I was thinking the same thing. If you can help me uh, get the general manager Lakers and, and the organization of the Lakers to understand the same thing you're saying and yeah. you get the Knicks brass to, to buy into that and send, I don't know, maybe a future draft choice and some cash consideration and maybe Frank Nick Delina or whatever the fuck his last name is over to the Lakers for LeBron James. I think that's a fair trade because LeBron is washed High ankle sprain. Who comes back from that? Yeah, I. Nobody. Well, you're a genius, Tony. You're Thank a genius. You. That's what I've yes. been saying. That's what we've both been saying. Don't you Thank see? You. This was such a great segment, so wonderful that I think it's time for you to publicly announce right now. Say, I'm going to give up my other jobs. And I'm just going to focus on sports because that's what yeah. matters, not say this other shit. Okay. Go say that, I please. Am, um... No, I'm not going to say that, bullshit. Oh, <laughs> you know, we, we try and help you. We tried to help you. So guess what? We're not wasting our time anymore. Open mic, more like closed mic. You're off the show. Get out yeah. of here. You're, You're off the hill and you're off the show. Goodbye. So Is he off the line? Oh, unbelievable. You know, he calls himself irresistible. I find him more resistible. I'm very resistant to his charms. Anyway, on the subject of charms, Tony, we're about to do an ad right now, as we always do at this point of the show, this time for a big name in engagement rings, Jared Jewelers. Are you thinking of getting married? Well, what happens if that turns out to be the wrong choice? What if you decide you uh, don't want to ruin your life and, you know, you'd rather stay single and focus on your burgeoning sports career? Well, if that's the case, then Jared Jewelers is perfect for you. They have a 60-day judgment-free return policy for all purchases. And Tony, you had a great experience with this, didn't you? Yeah. So I once made the mistake of nearly getting married to my ex, Gina. But the day before the ceremony, I decided to come home from work an hour early. I walked inside my apartment and heard a funny noise coming from the bedroom. And I said to myself, wait a minute, I didn't leave my pornos running on the VCR again, did I? But then I walked in and it wasn't a porno at all. It was my fiance Gina with our wedding planner Luigi. Sure enough, that day, I went to Jared to return the ring, and right when I started talking about my ex and her total lack of morality and values, the friendly associate at the Jared store said, Hey, don't worry about it. Here's your $276 back. No questions asked. And then I took her home, and we banged on the couch. What a touching story about love, loss, and redemption. Go to Jared now and tell them Polly and Tony sent you, and they'll give you an instant in-store credit of $2.50. And just remember, if you do purchase anything, make sure to keep the receipt. All right, well, uh, hey, that wraps up our advertisement, and that wraps up the show. So, you wait, know, we're... Wait, 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 
Hold oh on. no! It's producer Polly, Jay. Yeah, if it's anyone who hold on, yeah. it should yeah. be you. What? All right. So, Polly, uh, you said Nick Foles had an eighty-two percent win percentage. That's yeah. not even close. It's actually just above five hundred. He basically won half of his games. Oh yeah. Well, you half no life. Yeah. We're gonna half to fire your ass. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, Polly, another one. What? I, I think I should point out that Oral Roberts was more than just a person. He was a highly respected religious leader who founded the school. Oh, yeah? Well, uh, you're going to be the guy they founded dead after the show. Yeah. You need to be less oral and more quiet. No, no, Polly, you, you said, quote, error of their waves again. Yeah. It's error of their ways, not waves. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to waves goodbye to you after we fire your ass. Yeah. I can't wait to see the waves rolling over your dead body once we dump you in the ocean. People, we need a new producer. Please, email yeah. your resumes. Send Come your resumes. on. We're still going through them. Paulie You're and Tony, Show at gmail.com. Now, we're not going to let him get us down because we got big nope. breaking news. Because the Eagles passed on Nick Foles foolishly, we're not picking us, him though. up. Breaking news, yep. Nick Foles, Super Bowl hero, yeah. legend is going to be on our, on our podcast next week. Uh, anyway, we're not going to thank Mike Hill. He should be thanking oh, us. Yeah. He needs a lesson on how to take advice. Please. Just like you, Jay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, people, remember, rate, review, tell us how great we are. Subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, look up Do The it. Fusco Show. Hey, Tony, great job as always. Same to you, Paulie. Another flawless show. There you go. All right, people. We'll see you next week. See ya.